but I fucking checked out whatever the fucking song titles. Know It All, which was cool as fuck. And then, um, the full title came up, cut out, but like worldwide. Yep. That was fucking cool shit. Oh, I can tell you stuff. guys really like Maiden, and I like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I hear, like, Overkill and Exciter and all that good shit. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. some some thrash in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I I had the same problem, unfortunately, where I couldn't access it and didn't notice it, so I only heard the two songs until today, but now I've heard it all, but I really didn't get a chance to focus on the lyrics too much, but loved it. Awesome. One thing I did notice, though, your guitar player reminds me of Randy Rhodes a bit, and I fucking like it. Let's talk about that during the show, so we don't... Sorry, uh, I thought we were doing the the show. What are we doing? (laughs) I didn't start the show yet. (laughs) I'm starting the show now. Welcome to Rat Salad Review. What's up, everybody? Hello. I thought Hi, we were going to cut in Welcome to Rat Salad Review after Greg was talking about the fucking the dead corpses compared to that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm going to edit that part out. Oh, bummer. <laughs> nah, yeah, you no. got to save that for something. That's that pretty was... good. Oh, my God. Save that for when we do the um, obituary of the atheist, like 1990 death metal matchup. Uh, Perfect. I don't think so. Hell yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, we have a guest here today, Mr. Al. Uh, what's your last name? I, I, in, in your in your albums, you put Al Ravage, and then you got another <laughs> na- real name. <laughs> so what are you going by? <laughs> well, I, I go by Al Ravage in the band, but uh, the, the big secret, yeah, my last name is Farrakhano. Um, okay. My brother Eli is the guitarist, so he goes by Eli Farrakhano, which is uh, it's kind of funny. But <laughs> yeah. All right, now I get it. Cool. All right, so yeah, Al, uh, you're from uh, the band Ravage, and you got a new EP out right now. Uh, what is the EP called? Well, it's it's coming out. It isn't officially out yet. Uh, coming uh, out. Yeah, uh, it's it's called the Worldwide Resistance. Yeah, and uh, it's supposed to be out. Um, we're gonna hopefully have it finished. We've only really got the rough mixes of it right now. Yeah. But okay. uh, hope to have it out in a couple of weeks, and then uh, the actual physical copies sometime in November. Yeah, real cool. Yeah, and then the really cool thing you have about this out, uh, this EP is uh, the cover. You ask people to send in their pictures of them wearing a mask because this whole you, this whole EP you got a whole theme behind it with all the crap that's going on now with the you know the elections and the, the riots and you know just. All the nonsense uh, that's going on. Oh, that's right. I meant to grab the mask I bought, but I forgot. Oh, way too late. They we already finished just the cover. before this. No. <laughs> no, I know they already finished it. I just thought yeah, he'd I get like a kick out cool, of it. Yeah, I like all this cool, like, pro-reality stuff you're pushing. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Like, yeah, you know, we've been putting out recordings for years, and it's always been uh, fantasy stuff, but kind of rooted in reality. And now, now yeah. we've just had a... A year of Armageddon, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, as the first just completed songs called about like pr- police brutality and one title, okay, boomer. I can really identify. 
So what was the uh, the reason for like the you know the almost like the sudden change? Like you said, you did like uh, you know fantasy type stuff, <laughs> more reality based stuff. Yeah, I, I think we've always had uh, a little bit of a political element. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we've always had a thrash metal angle, uh, yeah. in addition to kind of the traditional metal, and that's always carried some a little bit of a political element to it, uh, but never this explicit. Um, and I think it's mostly because of the times we're in and the mm. uh, music is a reflection of, of what we're feeling and, and what we're seeing and, uh, and, you know, our need to speak out as, uh, you know, I don't want to say as, as artists and be, uh, mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. a big pretentious, but uh, it, it's, it's, it's how we express ourselves and, and the horrible stuff that's been going on has just been, uh, something that we wanted to have a little say in, you know, to our little yeah. group of whoever's listening. Right. Yeah. Now, what was how? Who made up? Came up with the idea with uh, putting uh, fans' artwork on the album cover? Uh, well, actually, uh, we just thought it would be a good way to. Or I guess originally it was just going to be pictures of people uh, wearing masks, trying to, you know, spread the word that you know mask wearing is okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, not killing other people's okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it turned into, I drew a couple of pictures of the band, and then I was like, well, if anybody else wants to be on it, I'll draw a picture of them. <laughs> so I did a lot of drawing. I had a lot of time on my hands for a while. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we just thought it would be pretty cool to involve uh, as many people as we could, and it ended up being, I think, 75 <laughs> drawings I ended up doing. So we just <laughs> smaller and smaller wow. and put them together, and it was yeah. a cool thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I've definitely kind of really. The end of the show lately, wear a mask so we can fucking get back to going to shows, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. if anything, solely for that reason. I know. It's like it's, 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 like it's never going to end unless people are somewhat right. responsible. And Destruction yeah. just played a fucking show <laughs> in Germany. Like, why can't we have that shit right now? I know. Yeah. Well, actually, there was. Um, because we lacked a discipline. <laughs> right, okay. I, I'm dead serious. Yeah, it's pretty much true. Yeah, but there, yeah, there was a, a concert. It was at the um, the motorcycle rally. Uh, what the hell is that called? Uh, Sturgis. Sturgis. Yeah, That's Sturgis. crap. It's not even music. Well, I know. Well, Sma- Smash Mouth played. You know, but still, you know. I, I don't hate Smash Mouth. For <laughs> oh, Glory B. What is this? Two. <laughs> damn. Bro, come on, it's worth dying to see a cover of I'm a Believer. <laughs> I, don't think so. I, I think somebody had a, like a new metal concert up in northern New Hampshire with Trapped and some other... Uh, oh, other oh God. <laughs> God, I hope if anyone fucking dies of COVID, it's the people of Trapped. Yeah, do you, of I was going to say, in do you think that so might just be natural selection? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because they have Neanderthal DNA and they're more resistant to germs. <laughs> oh boy! Well, you released the album cover, and uh, have you gotten any like uh, pushback with the? Because you you changed the band logo, and you you know you made it uh, you know the the flag and everything. So, have you gotten any you know nonsense yeah. towards that? Yeah, I, I think we were ready for some pushback uh, because uh, there are a lot of metal metal fans who are just. Uh, you know, more conservative in general, especially older metal fans, mm-hmm. and and that's understandable. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, uh, and we we've kind of put the uh, I guess the 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 colors of um, 
you know, the, the rainbow. Right. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. to, uh, to be a little more inclusive. Okay. Uh, and that, and that's just a one-time thing for this release, but, uh, the pushback we got was, it was not surprising, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of disappointing. Uh, yeah. we got, Do these people uh, like Judas Priest? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, some of the gayest shit I've ever seen. It's just butch gay shit. Yeah, Man of War, Juice Priest. Man, oh yeah. my god, Man of War is literally He-Man, but a band. <laughs> it's as gay as you possibly get. Like, Jesus Christ, people. Hell-fathering. Yeah, it, it, it was kind of funny in some ways. I mean, the, the, the responses we got... Uh, and it, it wasn't widespread. I'm mean, talking about a handful of people, two, three yeah. people, yeah, uh, yeah. canceled by. But uh, this really was was kind of uh, uh, not, if not surprising. It was like uh, you know we we don't want our if we're going to be buying albums. We don't want our money going to support Antifa and stuff like that. So we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. is it really being canceled if it's just some chud in their mom's basement? Well, hey, you brought that up. Uh, the the sales for the EP are going towards the ACLU, and uh, I remember like a while back you said that when some uh, fanzine or uh, some uh, website or whatever uh, canceled you guys because you know they thought it was going towards Antifa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we were we were telling everybody where the money is going, yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird propaganda going on out there. And people are believing a lot of crazy stuff. It's it's a scary time. Um, yeah. Fucking QAnon's running around. <laughs> yeah. Christ. Oh my stuff. god. These people are in a cult. Hey, don't get me. I love the conspiracy stuff, but you know a lot of it is total bullshit. You know. <laughs> but it's like, but you never know what taking, to believe in. And sometimes it's always away from actual sex trafficking. No. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes there is a little truth in, in a lot of that stuff, but you never no, know. No, I believe there's tons of Hollywood people and politicians and <laughs> fucking pedophile rings. But to believe that Donald Trump isn't one of them is fucking stupid. <laughs> I just I just want to know where Tom Hanks is. <laughs> When's the last time we've seen Tom Hanks? I don't know. He lives in Greece God. or something. Yeah, right? <laughs> the world is upside down. Everything is a joke. <laughs> we live in hell world <laughs> but uh, I, I've been a huge fan of you guys for a very long time actually I did a show with you um, years ago probably like nine years ago now uh, it was with uh, me, uh, Cage you guys and Circle is, no no um, Zach Stevens band um, um, ah crap, Machines of Grace oh wow, yeah I was in Brooklyn, very yeah. very long time ago yeah. So I, and then I saw you guys and I was like pretty excited because I just had found out about you guys and then you had your, your little uh, your booth merch booth set up so I bought all the shit that you had at the time so that was pretty cool. Well, I didn't know you were at that show. Well, that was, yeah. that was... Yeah, I was the opening band. You probably oh. left the show. Good job, man. <laughs> no, we were there for the whole show. <laughs> oh, I saw your fucking drum cover, Wayne. Nice job. He oh, had man. hair then, so you might. Yeah, so he probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> well. It is like looking at Sean Killian, to be honest, nowadays. It's kind of the same effect. Or Carrie King. It's unrecognizable, almost. <laughs> I gotta grow good tea. But you don't have, like, the eternal sunglasses and douche beard, so... I'll work on it. Uh, so, yeah. Carrie I... <laughs> King looks like he's gonna be, like, making a video in his pickup truck about how cultural diversity <laughs> yeah, right? is moving the nation. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, I, I'm going to have to go and check out your back catalog. I This is the first time I've ever Me heard too. of you guys, actually. But I really enjoyed it. So. I've always <laughs> wanted to hear Maiden with a double kick, so I'm really happy. Well, you, you know, the thing is, the, the, the time periods we're talking about, I wasn't really listening to much new music. I had kind of just written it off and was checking out obscure stuff from other countries <laughs> that had come out back in the day, and that took up quite a few years, because there's a lot of Japanese metal and stuff like that out there. Oh, yeah. So I just missed a lot of bands like yours during the time period because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a lot of people were based on the uh, attendance <laughs> of that tour you were talking about. <laughs> I've no, been yeah. busy just eating out the fucking obscure remains of American thrash metal, but I mean, any modern new wave of traditional heavy metal band is something I gotta add to my list, because I fucking love Enforcer. I like Skull Fist. Um, I mean, I even count Blackville Brides as new wave of traditional heavy metal because they sound like Painkiller Era Priest. Just listen to their guitar. No, no, no. Listen to their guitar tracks without the vocals. <laughs> their guitar tracks and drum tracks without the vocals. Greg knows what I'm talking about because I've shown him this shit. Yeah. But, um, or like, um, fucking Striker, fucking bands like that. I'd put you guys right up with them. You guys are fucking killer. I'd love to see you guys tour with them. I'd love to play a show with you guys if we ever end up out in Boston anytime soon. I mean, we haven't played a show yet because COVID and all that bullshit, but eventually we'll get there. Yeah, I'm hoping to put together a, a festival, you know, if shows ever come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'd love area. to fucking play it. Yeah, try to get all those bands into the Boston area because we have a pretty good yeah. metal scene, or we did before this. Uh, mm. You guys have a fucking great hardcore scene, too. I'd love to get tapped into that as well. Yeah. I mean, I love metal and punk. You guys have both. You guys have both. It's fucking great, man. Yeah, yeah there's definitely some punk and thrash influence on the new stuff that we've got coming. Oh, yeah, I'm hearing those two steps. I fucking love two steps, man. Yeah, I definitely hear a lot of progression in the band since I'll show Greg since, uh, you know, you haven't really seen that. That's, that's <laughs> also, the first I love official the logo. Album. It's a damn yeah, good logo. Really cool. But you you even have stuff way even even before this. I didn't you know you have all those demos and shit, yeah. right? That you're yeah. you're working on re recording a lot of that stuff too. Uh, the the new release that we've got has some ancient songs on it, uh, mm -hmm. stuff that goes back to the nineties. Um, okay. Not a whole lot, you know, a handful of songs. Um, we had, we took the skeleton of those old old songs and right. fleshed them out and made them more modern. Uh, <laughs> stuff that only appeared on demos and basement tapes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, one of the songs, Know It All, uh, that you guys were talking about, that actually goes back. We were playing that in basements in 1997. Oh, so wow. That, that shows you how old that song is. But... Wow. So you guys were at the forefront of this modern rebirth, along with, like, Toxic Holocaust and shit. Uh, yeah, what but, except we, we weren't. Cool. We were kind of like we were we weren't thrash enough to be in with the new wave of thrash bands. No, but I'm just saying this whole modern rebirth of old school types of metal. Yeah, because yeah. we're hearing yeah. the the new wave of old school death metal too with bands like Necrot and shit. Yep. So, yeah, there's this whole like cyclical thing going on. Yeah, and we've been we've been trying to ride that since the late '90s. <laughs> hey, that's cool as hell. I'm on that wave too. Believe me. <laughs> I'm on that wave too. 
This whole third wave of modern thrash is coming right now. Yeah, it'll it'll get out there eventually. But uh, then then the other album, End of Tomorrow, one of my favorites of yours. That's really a fucking cool album. album cover. Yeah, this is an awesome album cover. Reminds yeah. me of that one um, Voivod album cover with the ro- with the robot ant on it. Yeah, that's Negatron. That's Negatron, yeah. Reminds me of Negatron. I like what you, it. What do you say, Ralph? Uh, Al? Uh, that's actually Ed Repka art. Uh, we got oh, cool. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it I looks very... That. That's cool as hell. Shit. Huh, cool. That was kind of the height of the band uh, commercially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got, we got signed that. to Metal Blade. We put out one album. We got dropped. <laughs> it was just... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it good. It's a bummer. Yeah, and you guys all signed it for me, too, so that was cool. And they got the little EP there, and then the Derelict City was the last release, right? Yep. And then, the... and then, uh, you re-recorded the first album. Yep. And that came Whoa, out really cool, too. Is that the yeah. fucking Masters of the Universe Skeletor <laughs> Castle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. <laughs> Grayskull. Literally, that's Castle Grayskull. Yeah. What the fuck? I love we it. Got, we got that's that fucking gnarly. With the fucking painkiller bike. It's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah, let him <laughs> say how we got that. the idea, goddamn. Yeah, that's the problem with Nate. He, he just likes to talk and talk over, over Sorry. Over. <laughs> that's that's the youth it. today, you know. I love it. It's all on passion. Yeah. <laughs> it's Nate's show. <laughs> Nate, how are you doing today? <laughs> no, we, the uh, the art on that one was actually done by the guy who did the Goosebumps uh, cover. Oh, really? Goosebumps oh, <laughs> yeah. dude, I fucking love those book covers. I used to read that shit as a kid. How'd you get involved with him doing the uh, cover? It was funny, um, as we were putting the whole thing together, we finally got it done. Um, I was talking to my brother about who we should use for art, mm. and uh, I said, should we use Ed Repka again? He was like, I don't want to become an Ed Repka band where yeah. you know, uh, all the album covers look the same. Right. And he was Aww. like, uh, I just read this book. He used to read the Goosebumps books when he was a kid. Mm. And uh, I guess the guy who put out the art, um, Tim Jacobus, he put out his own book of art. So my brother was looking that up and was like, well, what if you could contact this guy? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. How much did he charge you? Because actually his vibe would be perfect for what our album, like our first one's going to be called What's Your Damage? And then the next one's going to be called The Great American Psychopath. So like, <laughs> That's pretty cool. like, I think like that'd be it. How much should he really charge you for a commission? Because I think he'd be a perfect kind of vibe. Well, I love uh, those ominous, slightly censored album covers. Yeah, he's got has kind of a cool cartoony kind of vibe, like implied violence, like Hitchcock, right. and you know, I love it. Yeah. With lots of like, there's uh, a dripping bloody <laughs> knife. And you don't stab. With. See what he does? Sorry, it's well, not just with you. He does this every show. Skype too. So, like, we both all right, I'll give you that. Well, he was in the middle of the story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry. We're not a very professional show, Al. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I'll give you his contact information so you can, uh, you know, get the rates from him. That's cool. Stuff. I wouldn't want to yeah, his yeah. information. Yeah, I there. love Goosebumps, man. So, yeah, that whole aesthetic is up my alley. Yeah, definitely some really cool uh, artwork there. And, and so, uh, did he did he do it based on a theme you gave him, or just from listening to the uh, music? Uh, yeah, he did not hear the music in advance. We we sent him some copies afterwards, but. Um, and we sent him some vinyls and some shirts because we use his artwork for the shirts. But um, 
pretty much I gave him a concept and the concept, if you look at the album, especially if you look at the, the vinyl art, um, you're going to see stuff that pertains to a lot of the songs on it. So okay. uh, there's Whoa. fire in the background because there's a song called Damage about a, an asteroid hitting. <laughs> and then you get, oh, yes. uh, if you look in the very, uh, there's almost like a million Easter eggs in it for every song. Uh, really? In the lower right-hand corner, there's a little uh, skeleton hand coming out of the ooze. Oh. Yep, right there. Holding an alarm clock, so that's for the song "Wake the Dead." You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Bolt people on the motorcycle. Really. <laughs> and then, yeah, the the title song "Spectral Riders," is a <laughs> spectral sort of Batman type guy on a, on a motorcycle, and you got that. Nice. You get the uh, the spider vibe. We try to put a spider on every album cover. That's mm-hmm. built into the bike. So there's, oh, a, yeah, there's cool. a lot of good yeah. stuff in there if you just pour it over. Oh wow, really cool! It's what's cool the girl? Shit, I didn't notice this before. What's the girl in inside the castle? Oh, that's because we have to have an ass on every every cover. <laughs> <laughs> it probably won't show up, but she's right there. Yeah, there's a, there's a girl with a sword. Ah, yeah. um, oh, the sorceress. <laughs> I don't know. If, what, I think he just put that in himself. Um, but it just kind of gets into a theme. Like if you go to uh, our very first demo, um, which was called "Curse of Heaven," which we put out. Um, it had this weird, um, like cherub angel kind of thing. And mm. the artist you're using at that time, for some reason, he liked butts, I think. <laughs> because the, <laughs> the angel on the, the back man. had kind of like a weird face and a butt. And then the, there was this, uh, <laughs> this alien guy in front of a, uh, like a church with these zombies coming out, but he's turned away from the, your point of view so you can see his butt. <laughs> 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 so that. <laughs> I yeah, think that was just, just an homage to, to the butts. <laughs> you just start putting man ass on there and protests. <laughs> oh, this time we got a girl on there, so. <laughs> yeah, that's better than that. Too funny. But uh, you released the first uh, video, uh, what, like a week ago? Yep, yep. Yep, for Amazon Burning, right? Yep. And that's obviously about the uh, Amazon, the rainforest. Oh, uh Burning, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it pretty much says in the title. I watched the video. It was pretty damn cool. Yeah, the video was really cool. Uh, what did you guys just... Did you guys get together and make the video, or did you guys do it separately, or how did you work on that? Uh, we did it completely separately, social distance. Uh, yeah. We pretty much had everybody film themselves, and then I threw it all together, um, used some effects, and... Just put everything we could on fire, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. with digital effects. <laughs> uh, you know, just uh, fired up the explosion machine and the fire machine. Yeah. Um, and uh, and ironically and sadly, it came out at a time when the the California fires started. And, right. Uh, and, and so, um, yeah, I mean, we're trying to trying to do something about that. You know, contribute contribute whatever money we can get from that to. You know, some kind of charity that helps that, or uh, we were thinking the Arbor Day Foundation for planting trees. You were making it like between the Australian fires and the California fires. Yeah, yeah. fires everywhere, I guess. So we're just <laughs> fire, but head fire! Fires in the middle. Settle down, Beavis. <laughs> 
but have you had uh, a lot of good feedback with this song? Because it's it's a really it's an awesome song. There's a lot of really cool uh, guitar work in there. The drums are awesome. Your vocals are really great. It's a it's a great song. It's really cool. Yeah, kudos to your brother. Holy shit, he can shred. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I think um, I've been really you know grateful, blessed to have two really good guitarists in the band. Like me too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel That's you. A- that's what you need. I, I'm the least musically talented guy. In the yes! Band, so. I feel you 100%. <laughs> if I can just surround myself with talented people, you know, that's that's fine. Yeah. So oh, my like, God. I found my older brother. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was my exact philosophy. If I can fill my band full of talented people, maybe I can ride on their shoulders. Yeah, you can, that's I can Lars Ulrich my way through this. Yeah. Pulling an Ozzy. You don't have to be a great yes. singer. Just as long as you have some shredding guitars behind you. you know? Right. <laughs> but yeah, the, the funny thing about that song is that um, it was written by our, by our bassist Tommy G. Okay. And uh, it was he. It came to us in the form. He wrote the whole thing in a, in a demo, and uh, and everybody didn't know what to do with it because it was kind of this weird song. It had a lot of changes. His mm. wife said that nobody's ever going to like this song because it's like really? changes every five seconds. Right. And that, so I listened to it and I was like, you know, we should actually record this song. This is pretty good. I, I liked it in the form that it was because it had all mm. these kind of weird changes. And, um, uh, and then it, it, it in, in its bass form, it was a very, very simple song. Like, um, you know, he didn't have any guitar leads or anything. Mm. But when, uh, when the guitarist got after it and, you know, added a, a solo every five seconds, uh, it totally changed the vibe, and it's uh, it came out to be a pretty cool track. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. like changes. I mean, look how much Greg likes Voivod. Look how much I like Voivod. Oh yeah, I fucking love Voivod. Voivod, like shit, Zappa. <laughs> Hell, people I love changes for some reason. <laughs> cool. I, mean, I, like I would Tool. prefer I we not mention Tool, Frank and Tool in the same conversation. But whatever. <laughs> we're just talking time signature changes. It's a valid. It's a valid yeah. point. You could bring up Dream Theater and still have it be a valid point. <laughs> but it's only like a three-minute song, and you know, like you said, there's a lot of changes in there. But it, it all works. It all fits in, and just it's a very catchy song. I think it, yeah, you know, it was a good song like to start a- off. with. Sorry, it's kind of like how a fire like burns in slower, faster, and then like there you go, changes and shit. <laughs> like like shit gets consumed at different paces. Yeah, and then you're working on another video for one of the other songs. Yeah, right now we're working on uh, the song for the title track of the EP, "The Worldwide Resistance," mm. and the concept behind that is we're getting. Uh, anybody who wants to participate in the video to send in a picture of themselves or a short video uh, acting out the lyrics or uh, or writing down the lyrics or something, uh, holding up a sign, and uh, just make it uh, crowd participation since we can't get together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great idea. I mean, it gets your fans yeah, involved too, cool. so it's, you know, it really gets them interested in, in the new music and hopefully other people will see that, you know, what they're doing and then they'll bring them to your band and everything and get you more noticed, you know, because you guys should be a lot more noticed than you are, you know. I, I heavily agree. Although you did post the other I day, um, the Spectral Rider album uh, is the most viewed on that, that, that YouTube channel. Uh, I don't oh, know. Uh, what... well, I should say it's not the most viewed on the channel. Because uh, oh, there, no, no. there are a couple that have like, uh, I think almost half a million hits oh, okay. on that channel. 
Uh, it's gotten to be a pretty popular channel, and they, they did a lot to help us out because uh, they put that album out there. They were one of the first people who put that album out there, yeah. and uh, it's got about 100,000 views on it, uh, which you know is far beyond anything we've ever done. Like right. our, our, our videos from back in the day when we were at Metal Blade only got like 20,000 views. So. Oh, wow. Well, that's cool. It's um, good. Actually, so, now that I think about it, there's a channel that you could send your albums to called New Wave of Traditional Heavy Metal Full Albums. And, it, I mean, it's abbreviated N-W-O-T-H-M. But, I mean, they upload just full albums of people similar to you guys, and I think that could really get you some wider exposure. Actually, that's the channel I was talking about. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. I'm like, I was literally looking up, making sure that was the name while you were talking. So, okay, good. We're on the same page. Yeah, I would definitely send your shit to there. I mean, you guys are just as good as any, or better than any old band they post on there. Because a lot of them are kind of Tigers of Pantangy, where they're... Hey! (laughs) (laughs) No, I was fucking right when I posted that meme where it's like, stuff that's not from Britain but sounds like it. No, it's not New Wave of British Heavy Metal. But then, like, shit like fucking Tigers of Pantang is where it sounds like classic rock. <laughs> well, that's kind of how it started off. But And I know Tigers of Pantang are metal, because Budgie are metal. Budgie are metal, too. Pretty Anyway, but... Anyway. But you know <laughs> what I mean. Yeah. You guys are far more metal than a lot of bands that get posted there. Uh, well, I think we've always been a band that more like like metal church kind of rides the line between yes. the, the new age maybe British heavy metal stuff and the thrash stuff. So right, so yeah. right. Sabotage so have, too. Yeah, yeah. No, so I know what you're talking. Been, uh, about. Yeah, yeah. How's, how's, how is it working with your brother? I have a brother. We're both musical. He plays uh, bass guitar and all this shit. We just never did a band together. We, yeah, you know, we get along, like but you know, we just don't get along musically. But how's it working with your brother? Yeah. Is there in a time where it's like, you know, you want to just say, you know, get the fuck out of here and I'll find somebody else. There's <laughs> yeah. a more yeah. diamond Vinny where you're just attaching to have. Uh, it, it's been an interesting relationship because we've been together in this band for 20, oh, <laughs> 24 wow. years. So, oh, yeah, yeah wow. and I think we got together in 96 to, to start playing together. Um, and, and, and he, he and I are the only ones who've been in the band for that whole time. Right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing, but it, it's kind of kept us together. Uh, we've never really had a, like a contentious relationship as brothers. Um, he's kind of a quiet guy mm. and, um, yeah, it, it, we've, we've gotten along fine. Yeah. Um, Whoever your drummer is, keep them now. Cause that painkiller sound really complements everything. Yeah, actually, the funny thing about that is that the original demo of it was a very straightforward, just kind of simple beat, you know, very new wave of British heavy metal. Right. And then uh, when he started playing it, he was like, oh, all of a sudden, it's like Hell Patrol, you know, it's like... <laughs> right! No, Hell <laughs> Patrol is awesome! I <laughs> yeah, fucking so... love Hell Patrol! <laughs> so, uh, because, and, and I hadn't heard it because they, they went to record it, it was just my brother and him doing the drums. Uh, and he said, I said, uh, so the drums are all done. And he said, yeah, yeah, uh, you'll, you'll see he had a lot of double bass to it. I was like, double bass? Because it was, it was really just a very straightforward beat right. before. So uh, it added a really oh, nice. Oh, it just adds so much more punch to it. 
Like, yeah. I always wish Nico played a double kick in Maiden for that reason. Because just Painkiller, I like almost as much as Somewhere in Time, which is my favorite Maiden album. So it's like, I don't know how much more powerful Maiden could be if they just add another kick drum, you know? Yeah, it's it's hard to say, but, you know, that that's part of their uniqueness, too, I guess. You know, not a lot oh, of Oh, yeah, of course. What What is the band that really got you into wanting to play music? Uh, I, I think originally when I very first started, I was Metallica. Mm. Um, uh, probably, I, I think that's what got me into metal, picking up the Black <laughs> Album on cassette yeah. back in like 1991, <laughs> 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 whenever it came out. Yeah. It's like looking in the mirror. It's like looking in a much older mirror. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not that much older. I found yeah. like whenever I may roam and like enter Sandman on YouTube. And that kind of transitioned YouTube, me yeah. from like Avenged Sevenfold to like old school metal. Like well, stuff that's inspired by old school shit to actual old school shit, you know? <laughs> and now Ride the Lightning's my favorite album. So yeah, now I feel old discovering it on cassette. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I, no, I grew up on I'm cassettes. With you. I grew up on cassettes. Don't feel too old. Okay. I'm 21. I grew up on cassettes. Yeah, because you're a father. I have Weird Al cassettes. <laughs> no, cassettes. Cars still had tape decks when I was a kid. Yeah, but I, I don't know. But yeah, I'm right with you there, Al. I was cassettes. Too. A tape deck. So don't feel I think uh, after that, the next thing I picked up, the first album I actually bought, because the, the Metallica tape I traded my old guitar for, because I was not good at guitar. I traded that oh, to my nice. older brother for the Metallica <laughs> tape. Because he was into punk. He, he was like, this stuff is like classic rock. You, you, you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, he was getting into punk, so I traded him my guitar for the tape. And then uh, the, next, the actual tape I actually bought, I was in, a, uh, I think it was Strawberries, back when Strawberries existed. And they had, I was looking into trying to get Iron Maiden tapes because I remembered my cousin was into Iron Maiden when I was a kid. Mm. And he had all these gnarly posters of Eddie. And I was like, oh, I got to check out that band. That's a metal band. Yeah. So I went into the store and they had Made in Japan and they nice. had Number of the Beast. And Number of the Beast was like a, like 50 cents less than Made in Japan. So I picked <laughs> it up because I only had like eight bucks. And I turned it up on the stereo. I had like this old Fisher Price radio that I put oh it in, God. put headphones on. Yeah. Turned it up really loud and it, like blew my ears out with the beginning of Invaders. And like then I was like hooked on Maiden ever since that. So yeah, yeah. And then you end up doing a, a Maiden cover, right? Uh, be quick or be dead. Yep. Ooh. We, we actually did uh, two Maiden covers. We did that and we did the Clairvoyant. Uh, oh really? What's that? Nice. I never heard that one. Yeah, I don't think anybody ever heard that. that oh, jeez, all right. It, it, oh, it was, right. They put it out on one of those compilations years ago. Um, uh, I think it was a Millennium Tribute to to Iron Maiden. It was a terrible, terrible version that we did. <laughs> you guys would kill for... Um, well, like, the Be Quick or Be Dead one is... Women like in uniform. You'd fucking kill on that. What's like, that? You, you would fucking kill a Paul Diano cover. Because your vocals remind me a lot of Battle Zone. Actually, oh yeah, yeah. Like you're in between, like Bruce and Paul. Like, cause you're not all the way up here, but you're not like, you know. Yeah, like, a lot of people have said I down. sound like Blaze Bailey. <laughs> so, no, you're no, way no, better than Brain. You, no, you're good. <laughs> oh, stop! Blaze is Fuck good. Blaze Bailey. Blaze Bailey is the most fucking. 
mid-tone, anchored-to-the-ground vocal I've ever heard. Well, outside of Sammy Hagar. Blaze Bailey is the Sammy Hagar of Iron Maiden. I can agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a lot of quality stuff. Yeah, it does. Especially his Yeah, but it's better when Bruce does it. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I like I like Blaze outside of Maiden. I like certain songs off of those two records, but um, wasn't the right fit for him. Yeah, I don't think. It really wasn't. He's not good enough to be in Maiden. It's just, it's just uh, out of. I like Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane's okay. He doesn't yeah, get in there. But you said your your brother was more into punk. How, did Ravage start out as like a punk band? Uh, okay, so my older brother. Who was never mm. in this band? He was in the oh, punk. Okay. Oh, all right. So yeah, one of one brothers. But he, so he kind of inspired us to to play because he was in bands and he was playing in the punk scene, and mm. I would go to see him at shows. Um, but when I got into music, I, I went in the metal direction, and I brought my little brother in that direction. He got into Meg- <laughs> he was he was into Megadeth. I was into Metallica. Uh, <laughs> so, so we were in kind of different branches of metal a little yeah. bit, but. Um, uh, uh, so we, we, we luckily had that as a bond and, uh, and he started playing guitar. I started playing drums and then I moved to vocals cause we couldn't find a singer. <laughs> and, uh, and so, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so there, there was a punk element in the beginning just because we were crappy players, you know, we had to learn what we were doing. Right. Uh, you know, he was, I think he, when he started in the band, he was like 12, 13 years old and I was 15. So, oh, okay. oh wow. Okay. So we've been doing it since then. Oh, yeah. So he comes up with most of the, the riffs and stuff, or do you help him with that at all? Well, actually, around 2000, this is going back. We picked up another guitarist. So we had a second guitarist, uh, Nick. And so they pretty much split the writing 50-50. They, um, they pretty much bring completed songs themselves. And then um, uh, just recently, Tommy, the bass player, started bringing some songs in. And every once in a while, I'll, I'll bring in some music, but pretty much I just do all the lyrics and the, the vocal melodies. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Any more covers going to be coming out soon or no? Uh, actually, the plan was to record a whole double album of all the stuff we've got and mm. then record a whole covers album. So yeah. uh, so as soon as we finally get all the stuff, that, this big pile of material we've been working on done, uh, which is look, it looks like it's more going to be two separate albums than a double album because the band mm. wouldn't let me do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to actually record a full uh, covers album. All right, cool. Okay. cool, awesome. Any ideas of what what uh, bands you're going to pick? Um, those fights are ongoing, but oh, okay. uh, <laughs> uh, probably a mix of uh, a few more obscure bands and uh, you know bands that most people would know. So, uh, right. like, some of the suggestions were, I think, a picture song, mm. um, uh, Griffin's Guard, The Gold from Picture, uh, Deaf Dealer. Those are the more obscure things we're, we've been talking mm-hmm. about. And then, uh, I, I don't think we're going to do Maiden or Priest, uh, but maybe Accept, because we did a, um, a whole Accept cover set uh, with our other oh. band, I'm Will, uh, for a television show a couple of years ago. Oh, nice. So there's there's a lot of stuff that's been kicking around. We we did a whole Saxon um cover oh, set. Oh cool. Uh so we we're definitely gonna do a Saxon song. I know that we were gonna do Rock the Nations. Um, okay. that, that almost appeared on this E P actually. So we we're definitely gonna do some stuff like that. Not a bad choice. Huh. Awesome, really cool. 
All right. I'd so like to hear where, 747, actually. I think you guys would do that well. But uh, now you got me I thinking. I was going to say motorcycle, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually did, uh, at the, the show that we did, we did uh, Bands Played On. We did uh, uh, Prince of the Night. Nice. Uh, we didn't do 747, but um, we did... Uh, we did Motorcycle Man, so we did a, a ton of songs. I so. love Motorcycle Man. I wanted to do a whole Saxon EP, but that got shot down, too. So it's not going to do that. What was the reason for that Saxon show? Was there something going on? Uh, so mm-hmm. One of the cool things about the, oh. the Massachusetts metal scene, uh, so if you never make your way out here, uh, mm-hmm. we've got this place, Ralph's Diner, out in Worcester, which is like central Mass. Mm-hmm. And uh, every year, uh, well, actually, every every Thursday, there's this Metal Thursdays gig that's been going on for over 10 years. It's the longest running metal show in the country. Oh, okay. Uh, and on Halloween, they do a Halloween covers weekend where they do three days. That's all metal covers. And they, they have the bands like do these one-off tribute bands. So we did sax and we dressed up as sax and, you know, it's like, <laughs> right, and, stuff. Cool. And, uh, and we played, a, a, you know, half hour saxon set. And they're, you know, then they do... Um, uh, King Diamond, they do Metallica, they do everything. So it's, it's so what's uh, it called? I'm gonna text my girlfriend because I'm gonna be out there in fucking March here. Yeah, uh, it's Halloween Covers Weekend, uh, Ralph's Diner, uh, Ralph's Chadwick Square Rock Diner is the place. Uh, so if you can get catch a show there, they have awesome bands, they have national bands come through there. Um, they have the best local bands play there. It's it's an awesome place. Oh. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love okay. Massachusetts. I'm only in New York, so Massachusetts ain't too far from me. Yeah, if you're, if you're ever going to make the trip, that would be uh, one of the shows to see. Because they, they, uh, if if there's like those middle or lower um, size acts that come through, like deceased. Yeah. My or, girlfriend uh, lives near like Nashua, so that wouldn't be too far of a drive. Yeah. Yeah. That we get people from New Hampshire and Connecticut who come up. Right. Right. Nothing up there is that far of a drive. Seeing deceased is always a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just told her to remind me of that when I'm fucking up there, like Metal Thursdays or fucking Ralph's in Worcester. Yeah. You got to check it out. They start doing shows again. It's it's hell yeah. Shows. It's probably the best you know metal show you can see in the whole country. I would say. At this point, I haven't seen a show since November of last year, and that was Slayer. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so blue balled on shows. Anything. <laughs> It's crazy. A year without shows, you know. Who would have thought? I know. If I had known that Soulfly would have been the last fucking show that I could have seen. <laughs> and the only reason I didn't go is my I was broke and my brakes were out. I was driving with the emergency brake and I'm a delivery driver. Cool. Yeah, that was my life for two weeks. That was fucking nerve wracking. But um yeah, that's the reason I didn't go to the show. But had I known that would have been the last show I would have gotten to see this year, like I would have fucking gone. I would have gotten a ride. <laughs> uh, you mentioned King Diamond. Are you a King Diamond fan? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite uh, King Diamond album? Uh, it's I guess it's between <laughs> and this is gonna maybe sound crazy, uh, Puppet Master and oh. uh, Spider's Lullaby. Oh, very interesting. Well, interesting. we have a King Diamond show now that you mentioned Puppet Master. Would you like to join our King Diamond show one day? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. All right, because we'll be doing Puppet Master very soon. So that'd be cool to have you on that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll let you know when that happens. Um, so where can people go and buy the album? Because, you know, you want people to to contribute to this charity and, you know, help out. 
Yeah, um, the album's going to be made. The the physical copies are going to be uh, in America. At least they're going to be exclusively through uh, Die with Your Boots On, which is a um, online yeah. shop. Okay. It's actually it's a physical shop. You can go to, go there in Salem, Massachusetts. So if you live oh, in really? the Salem area, what the fuck? I should see that next time you're in Salem. <laughs> I was just yeah, in Salem last week. What the fuck? You were a just in things. Salem, yeah. Salem, Massachusetts. No, I was looking for good record stores. What the fuck? Well, okay. it's not a record store. Oh, it's, it's not a, a record store. It's mm-hmm. a gothic clothing shop that our guitarist Nick and his wife run. Still uh, do, cool as fuck. Yeah, it, I gotta visit that. They've got obscure metal shirts. They've got, uh, you know, metal oh, clothing. Yeah, stuff. I'll be there. So you got to check that out. It's, <laughs> I'll uh, fucking be there. Your boots on. Now, is that in the town of Salem, like in the little village? It's right on the, the Pickering Wharf in Salem, yeah, right on the water, yeah. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. I yeah. fucking drove past it, didn't I? Jesus <laughs> fucking you don't Christ. Drove past it. If you were in, like, in the touristy area. What the fuck? Ah! All right, Nate, calm down. You're going back. <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> No, I just, I didn't know. I'm sure you'll still be there. there. Yeah, right. All we had time to do was fucking, we drove to fucking Polly's in Boston, then we fucking drove to Salem and had a picnic in the park. So it was like, we didn't have fucking time to go anywhere because everything was closed. That sounds sweet. Uh, All right. So everybody can buy the uh, the physical there. Um, Is it, there's is there like a bundle too? Or is it a t-shirt or something? I can't remember. Yeah, right now we're doing a pre-order uh, because the the <laughs> records haven't been pressed yet. We've got right. the T-shirts, but we haven't got the records yet. So um, you can pre-order it with uh, just you can just get the shirt if you want to just contribute and just wear the shirt. You can mm. get the just the vinyl, uh, which comes with the download card. So even if you just want to get it to support, you can still listen to the music digitally because it comes with the download card. Yeah. Um, and then there's a pre-order bundle with the T-shirt and the vinyl if you want to get that. Yeah, really cool. And it's only on vinyl. It's not on CD or cassette or 8-track. Yeah. This EP we're just going to release on vinyl and digital. Yeah. Uh, we're only going to put it out on the New Wave of British Heavy Metal channel once it's done. Mm. Uh, so that's some exclusive news. We're going to drop it on that. Cool. Uh, cool. Nice. And then um, uh, then we're going to be on to the next album, which we will put out on CD probably. You heard it mm-hmm. here first, folks. Awesome. Very cool. Well, I really thank you for coming on the show. The EP is really cool, and everybody has to go out and get it. It's for a good cause yeah, as well. Fucking buy it. ACLU is pretty kick-ass. I mean, it's <laughs> pretty kick-ass. It, it helps people. Like it does something. There's so many shitty bands <laughs> out awesome. there. There are so many <laughs> awful local bands. Support the good ones. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Yep, thanks for and, coming uh, on, huh? Yeah, we hope to have you on the King Diamond show too. I'll contact you about that. But uh, oh, and where can people go out and check uh, Rabbit? You got the website and the Facebook or whatever. Oh yes, so our uh, our actual website is ravagetheearth.com. Ravagetheearth.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com/ravagetheearth. Um, and uh, that's pretty much what we update the most: uh, the Facebook mm-hmm. and ravagetheearth.com. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Awesome. Go check those out, please. And uh, you can go check us out, ratsoundreview.com. And, oh, got to show this new T-shirt we have. Go buy our T-shirts. Cool. Uh, you know, a little take on the uh, Don't Break the Oath album cover. It's pretty cool. Uh, cool artwork done by Rocky Baya. Does all our artwork. And uh, go buy that. It's on our website, ratsoundreview.com. Please subscribe. We're on Twitter, iTunes, YouTube. Nate, you have something to say? Nothing. All right. Oh, okay. All right. I thought you were going to interrupt me. No. <laughs>
Because you seem to have done it the whole whole show. Oh my god, I've been staying quiet at longer Mm. periods. Uh, I'll check it when we go back and edit the show. I'll see. Get that boy a shovel. There's been plenty of long periods where I've stayed silent. All right, that's enough for me. Have a good uh, night, everybody. Whenever you're watching the show, I don't care. Uh, Follow my band at Major Malfunction on Twitter. Wear a goddamn mask so we can fucking get back to shows. That's right. Oh, is there going to be any Ravage masks? Uh, no, I don't think we're going to make masks. Uh, I, I Actually, I made one mask. It was kind of like a balaclava thing, but mm. uh, yeah, I don't think... All right. All right, well, see you guys next time. <laughs>